Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the UR Pod Usage Rate. Um, heading out to the jungle. It's my man Jibber's hometown. So, Jibber's hot sauce. If you haven't looked him up on Instagram already, make sure you do that. Uh, he will give you a 15% off any of some of Australia's best hot sauce with the with the uh, code UR15 at the checkout. So make sure you head onto Jibber's Hot Sauce's Instagram and uh, have a look at his shop. Has um, Jibber got a hot tip for you for Perth or um, well, he's, nothing there? He's actually not the biggest NBL fan kicking around. He's a big NBA fan. And, and he is coming down to watch a game at the Nest in summer. So we're, uh, we'll convert him. I'll be pretty keen to see him. I haven't seen him for a while, the big fella. So uh, that's exciting. Um, but anyway, we'll, uh, what are we? What are we thinking for the Perth Wildcats? Well, I think everyone is thinking: Is Cotton worth the price tag? Mm. I think. Um, I think that's a question. Four sixty-six. You've given half your tax, half your tax roll to him. Um, just a massive payout for him. And essentially, are you going to get the reward for it? Um, and I think you're going to get a similar output to what he got last year. So his price will probably fluctuate, but I can't see him dropping down too much. I can't see him dropping down below 400. And look, he might even have times when he goes above 500K, especially mm-hmm. if he's got a fantasy-friendly schedule with um, a few two gamers. The the thing that um, kind of me with the cotton pick is, you want him, you need him, but when are you going to get him? And if you don't start with him, can who are you going to upgrade to get him and where are you going to find that cash from? Because mm. if, you, if you're looking at an import, um, it's based at 277 and Milton Doyle for the Jack Jumpers, he had a pretty good year last year and he's priced, um, was it mid 300s? So that means that essentially these imports could peak at 300 uh, um, around that mid 300 price range, which mm. means where you're going to get an extra 120k from to afford mm. cotton. So that was kind of my thinking. Um, I haven't gone with him um, because I've gone with who I think is a similar build or a similar player role to Bryce Cotton um, for significantly cheaper. But that's the only reason I haven't touched him. Um, so yeah, that's probably the big question that people want to know: Is Bryce Cotton worth the price? Worth the price tag? What do you reckon? Yeah, well, what do you think? Is he worth the price tag? Uh, look at the look at the fixture really quickly. So round one, Tassie, um, Tassie at home, and then at Southeast Melbourne. Round two, Adelaide at home. Round three, Melbourne at home, and then at Sydney. Round four, at Adelaide. Round five, Brisbane at home. Round six. Adelaide at home at Melbourne. Yeah, it's tri- it's really tricky one. Like, there's obviously a fair bit of jumping around there. Mm. Um, he is he is proven though, um, yeah. so you do get that reliability. I guess if you the things that I I kind of tossed up with was that I could go with cotton for four sixty six, and I could also go with an import uh, or not an import, sorry, a sixty nine k player. Mm-hmm. So I could probably put those two together or I could go and get um, two players around that 250 price tag. So I went with two players um, over Cotton and a cheaper one. But obviously, yeah, you've got a fair few options there with whatever you think is going to work best for your team. If you want Cotton, I'd recommend getting him at the start 
mm-hmm. um, because it by round eight, um, he's played 50% of those rounds he's had two games in. So if you get him a little bit later on, if you get him in round nine, you're obviously only looking at for the next seven rounds, he's only going to play twice once. So if you don't start mm. with him, you're probably realistically not getting him in until round 16 um, based off that schedule sort of thing. But obviously remembering that people, a fair few people do play one game in that span. So you might not yeah. really be losing out. Yeah, it's, but tough one. It's a real tough, tough one, one, isn't it? Because I think, like you said, you you probably need to have him at some point, but do you want him through that game, that stretch where they've only got one game? Do you have him at the start and trade him out? Then are you, yeah. are you losing out on a bit of value on the other guys that you could just start with? So it's yeah, a bit of an interesting one, Ross Cotton. Yeah, it really depends on how the scoring ends up and how much um, price, how the scoring works. Because if you if four sixty six is an unbelievable price, mm. are players going to be able to get to four hundred k? Are players going to be able to get up there for you to be able to upgrade? So yeah, the big question mark is. Do you go him knowing that you've got him and you've also got money there that if something does happen to him that you can probably use your three trades in one week and go and get, um, go and upgrade and yeah. use his money elsewhere. So, yeah, tough one. He's not in my team to start with, um, but that's risky. That is risky rolling the yeah. dice. I think that three trades is a really interesting point. We haven't spoken about that on any of the team previews. So far, but that probably is um, one of the times you'd be looking to to do it. If you're not starting with Cotton, you're probably going to have to do that to be able to get him in. Um, in terms of um, guys going up in price, um, DJ Hogue got from the 277 to 375 um, last year. So he was he was obviously that little bit better than Milton Doyle, um, but still didn't get to the 100K increase. So you, to find that money, if you're not starting with him, could be really tough. Yeah, it is a really interesting one though, like because obviously they didn't run it last year, so yeah. we don't know what what that two seventy seven price tag is really really looking at. Like we have a little yeah. bit of an idea, but yeah, we're saying like yeah, as you said last year, they saying that Milton Doyle started at two seventy seven. He's only gone up that much yeah. based on averages, or would he have Milton Doyle last year based on his season? Would he have gone up and touched those four hundred k? So yeah, it's really interesting. Um, Really, really interesting. I'm not sure how it plays out. Yeah, it'd be an interesting watch to start. Start, won't it? Um, didn't have him highlighted, but after seeing some things uh, earlier today, uh, I'm going to be keeping a pretty close eye on the self-proclaimed defensive player of the year favourite, Jordan Usher. Um, so I knew this. Imp- I knew this is where it was going. Yeah, import yeah, two seventy-seven. Obviously, um, he's he's. Obviously, an elite defender from some of the stuff I'd seen. Um, he's he looks to be a stronger offensive player than I probably thought. Um, so I'm going to be keeping a close eye on him in the blitz as well. So um, he's at that forward spot, which um, I think is a really critical position um, in the NBL. So keeping an yeah, eye on him. He's coming with a fair bit of height. Yeah, and I think there is a lot of height. Um, with him, and usually that generally translates to he's probably probably there for a reason. So yeah, watch his space, check out the blitz, um, mm. and he's certainly someone which you'd probably argue would be if you for one of your import spots on your team that he's probably one worth looking at. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the other one that 
Absolutely, everyone's Every, all over. Everyone's going to have him, aren't they? Um, big Sar. Jeez, he was exciting to watch, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, real exciting. It's a whole lot of machine. He was. He was doing a bit of everything. He uh, what a 26-10 game with six blocks. Yeah. Um, that, and that five turnovers. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Um, I probably should have included that. And then also, <laughs> yeah, another... 17 points, seven game uh, with six blocks, five turnovers again. Five so, turnovers. yeah, he's going to be exciting. He's on the he's on the NBA radar. Mm. Uh, my biggest question is though, um, Pindar is there as well, um, yeah, and didn't play and in where, those preseason games. Yeah, where are those two going to slot together? Is Pindar going to slot over to the power forward with Sar at the center, um, or are they not going to share much court time together? So. I think that one's so interesting to watch. I'm so intrigued to see how it plays out. Mm. Um, but I think uh, your risk with Saar is um, probably limited based on his price is quite cheap. So you're not forking out a, a large amount for him. So you can probably roll the dice and, and see how that plays out uh, with him and Pinder. But, yeah, that's probably the, uh, a big question. How are those two going to operate together? Um, Pinder does have some injury concerns, though, especially late last year. missed a bit of time. They were quite random injuries, but they obviously did pop up. So if Pinder does get injured and does go down and you see Saar taking all the minutes at centre, um, oh boy, he's going to put up some some numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Even in, even with those turnovers in those couple of pre-season games, average 47 and a half. Um, so 115K, <laughs> he's going to go through the roof, you would imagine, um, price-wise. Um, I think yeah. he probably starts at the four. Um, at this stage, and Pinder at the five. Yeah, he is um, on my fantasy team at the moment, and he is on the bench um, yeah. because I've kind of gone with all cheaper players on my bench. Um, my highest price is one fifteen k on the bench, um, so he's not starting. But that's probably because I'm not sure how he's going to score yet. But yeah. if that season goes on, he could very much find himself if they've got a two game week. He could be on the on the court for me. Yeah, definitely like it. Um, anyone else of note from the Wildcats? Uh, no, it's probably probably me, Dan. Um, yeah, I think the big question remains around Cotton. Um, yeah. So I hope I hope we uh, I hope we're right that um, we can try to bring him in later in the season and um, be able to make that upgrade. But yeah. if you start with him, just put the captaincy on him and yeah, um, pay those points. We like the old Dane Swan Gary Ablett, just chuck it on for the season. Yeah, click and forget. Yeah. Ben Henshaw could be another one as well that I think could uh could be pretty good. Um out of the out of the center of excellence. So those guys are obviously elite. They've churned out some pretty good talent out of there over the past few years. And um he he was um pretty impressive in their couple of games as well. So watch and see what he can do against this sort of competition. And price, price 69K, so pretty yep. cheap as well. So yep. if you are looking for that cheaper player, he might be, might be a good one for you. Yep, absolutely. Rightio, we'll uh, leave that one there and on to the uh, championship favourite, South West Melbourne Phoenix next episode. See you, everyone. Bye now.